You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. I'm your host TK. We're up to round 19 teams. Full house tonight, we've got Corbs, Andy and Patty in the house. But bring on my main man Andy first. Andy, you know what I'm really enjoying about this season? Yeah. Corby versus you rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> and you're three points apart. He's only just got you, but I saw it seesawing all weekend. It took a turn. It definitely took a turn. I think there's a bit of, uh, what's this, what they say when it's like, um, it's good but bad because... Corby had um, has pups in draft, but we both have him in classic, so I was sort of like torn. I was like, oh, no. But, yeah, been pretty close. I think his amount of trades he's got left is going to be the decider. Cause we down to zero, he's got four. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> now, Corbs, you're a little bit worried on the weekend. I even think you might have deleted app on Sunday night, but you're in a much better headspace tonight, bud. <laughs> when Pappy went down, I was not... Not happy. Uh, he's captain of my draft, first pick. I was wait. He was actually looking good for the first twenty minutes too, which was probably even more of a dagger to the heart. <laughs> and then, yeah, I went him over Trell, which it sort of justified itself, as I said, in that first twenty minutes. But Trell, man, he's uh, he's next level. Yeah, Pappy went down. My draft team is stinking. It is horrendous. <laughs> and and yeah, the worst thing in classic, just to rub salt into the wound, Andy. I thought he was going to have me. I was lucky that I had Fatala Mariner. I think he outscored maybe Josh Jackson by yeah, a little bit. And I had New Brown. He got 12 points or something. That just really hurt me. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a few thought. little things late that helped. But it was looking like you were going to get me. And I was like, this is going to be such a tough Tuesday. <laughs> you know, at the moment, I'm like um, Paul Walker. And I almost had you, bro, and there's Vin Diesel. <laughs> you never had me. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. <laughs> Winning's winning. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, big show tonight. We'll have all your burning questions. Got some great topics tonight. Some great questions coming in from all you punters as well. We've got Captain. Can't wait for narrative of the week. So I've ripped out five of the best narratives that the punters have put on the post tonight. Got some <laughs> nice. great ones for you tonight. But let's bring in Patty. Patty, how are you, man? Yeah, good, boys. Good. Charging up after. <laughs> Heading into Vegas next week, as I was saying I was, before, about, so I was about to bring this up. I'm, I'm charging. So, ladies and gentlemen, this might be the last time we ever hear from Paddy. <laughs> he's going to Vegas next week. Good luck. Apparently, he's going for work. <laughs> no, we're sending him for research, aren't we? That's yeah. The, it's research. Research to the US. Just like Trill. That's, uh, that's what I'm up for. So, expect a big one from me tonight, just to make sure that... <laughs> just in case anything happens. Paddy, a huge TL teammate. Plenty of fantasy relevance. My boy... Lucky I got rid of him. Mr. Eyeliner has gone. Oh, mate. Eyeliner, far out. I've, uh, I've got a bit of mail on him that I'll uh, cover off in the TLT. I actually Beautiful. think you uh, uncovered that mail. But yeah, heaps of, heaps of movement. It's actually a pretty, pretty full-on uh, TLT this week. So let's kick it off. Eels Broncos. Madison named to return at lock. I mean, he's been teasing us a couple of times on those team lists, but it does look like he's back. Uh, for the Broncos, Oates, Capewell and Carrigan have all been named to return from their origin rest. And uh, Haas is also named to start. Uh, Walters is out injured, so um, 
And popular cheapy Palacia is actually retaining his spot on the bench while Hosking's, unfortunately, is moving to the reserves. Uh, Dragons, Manly. Sully's out injured. He's being replaced in the centres by Embai. Jerbo uh, is out with COVID, replaced by Sipley. Uh, for the Knights and Roosters, uh, Heimel Hunt making his first appearance of the year, replacing injured Dom Young. Uh, Barnett remains at 13, unfortunately, but he may shift to an edge depending on Frizzell's recovery from a rib injury. Uh, three injuries to the Roosters last week in Smith, Tupanua, and Takeaho. Uh, Manu shifts back to the centres. Butcher moves to the second row. Kiri returns at 5'8", and they've got uh, Jared Warrior, Hargraves, and Lodge starting in the front row. For the Raiders and Warriors game, so Kotrick returns. Rapana suspended. Abel Hopawadi is getting a spot on the wing. Adam Elliott has been named to start at lock, but I mean, who knows with Ricky. Uh, and then for the Warriors, massive changes. Uh, and yeah, TK, you broke this news. So reports are that Walsh actually refused to share his eye line with Jones, so he was, <laughs> so he was benched. Uh, Makes Har- sense. <laughs> Harris DeVita takes his spot at fullback, uh, which I found a bit confusing because you're replacing a guy leaving next year for another guy not playing next year. Uh, and another popular champion, Volkman, has been dropped in favour of Arcee. Uh, Panthers v Sharks. For the Panthers, all seven Origin players have been named to return and start. Cleary showing um, Cleary is showing that the Panthers respect the Sharks over the Tigers, quite obviously. Uh, and big news from the Sharks with Sione Katoa out for the year, replaced by replaced with Tracy on the wing, while Nakora also returns from his suspension. For the Rabbits and Storm, Cook and Murray return. Jed Cartwright actually keeps his spot in the team uh, and is shifting from an edge to the centres in place of Milne. Uh, for the Storm, the big one, uh, Pappenhausen, has gone under the knife already and his season is officially over. Nick Meany moves to fullback. Uh, and a surprising one with Wishart named on the wing. Uh, moving on... Oh, sorry. What have I done here? The next game was the Bulldogs and Titans. Uh, and <laughs> Holbrook clearly needs to go to spec savers with Clark moving to the bench and Tino starting at lock. I really thought that Tino would be at prop with Clark retaining his spot. Uh, Jaden Campbell is also making his return via the interchange, so we could see some movement there in the spine. Uh, not too much change for the doggies. Uh, Cows, Tigers, Holmes, Nanai and Dearden are back from origin while Tuolagi also returns from his COVID layoff. Uh, in a surprising move, Luciano gets pushed into prop with Peyton keeping a Nanai-Gilbert edge combination uh, and Noddy is sticking to his guns with Hastings remaining at lock. Nice. Huge TLT. You take a breath, mate, after all that. <laughs> now, let's go to trades on a man. Now, Andy, you got no trades, but I want to know, what's a more arousing matchup this week? Cleary versus Hines or Grant versus Cook? I think Cleary versus Hines, um, purely for the fact of Cleary's come back from Bali. All his demons... <laughs> <laughs> He's got Bali belly. All his demons have been removed. He's had a few um, new rubs. Few tugs, I reckon. <laughs> and uh, he's just feeling he's going to come back to a 2021 Cleary. I feel like he's going to come back refreshed. Wow. So, yeah, there's a question there later. He's talking about if you're going to go without Cleary for the rest of the season. I was, oh, I was shocked. But oh, wow. I think it's a more uh, delectable matchup. Just I think because I think Hines, everyone's, we've got Patty here saying he's going Hines for the rest of the season. We've got the, what, me saying I'm going Cleary for the rest of the season. I think Cleary's going to be. Um, this would be like a, I think it's going to be the battle for who we're going to captain for the rest of the season. This would be this would be. The I think decider. so too. Now, Corbs, you got plenty of trades. You got four, and I think you're going to be cheeky and use all four. What's on your mind? <laughs> I tried to get cute last week. I was 
merry-go-round with my trades and then I end up missing getting DC in. I don't know what happened. There may have been a few beers involved. And then I just like, nah, I'm not going to do any trades. And then just got crankier as the week went on and then Pappy topped it off. But playing around, you'll see I'll sort of talk about a few of the cheaper guns. I, mean, I know Latrell's put on a little bit, but at the moment I've got Pappy to Trell. I've got Barnett, if he stays at lock, he plays that second game. So, uh, is it second game Friday night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll get an early look at him. If he's still at lock, I'm punting him. Sorry, first game Saturday. Oh, no, yeah. Second game Friday night. Sorry. Yeah, cause I, uh, and it might punt him for, for feeder and then cheese to Grant. So Mitchell for feeder and Grant in. That's some big. That's some big dick moves there. Yeah. Yeah. Say. Yeah, so see you later. <laughs> <laughs> never, see, you so never had put, your car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> car. See, he's Vin Diesel when he like, goes for his nos. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just going. I, look, I think after after Pappy, I'm Paul Walker turning left off the highway. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Now. And he's bold like him too. Yeah, I know. It's, it's sort of that's too. your new nickname. You're not a snake anymore. You're now Vin. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about snakes takes. Lucky I got that first win because they haven't been good since. <laughs> Call Vin's takes this week. <laughs> Boys, I'm finally getting Harry Grant. I've just been seeing him carve up this earlier in the season for my draft team, and I've seen other people have him. I just want him. To, it leaves me, I'm going to go Frizzell. Cutting my losses, boys. I've just had enough of him. And it leaves me 210k for a bit of a move next week, and I'll decide later. Watch list Harry, uh, we got Haas, Carrigan, Dewey, Ponger, and Munster. So, might we'll punt one of Mam and Barnett next week. But, Patty, what's in your mind, man? Yeah, just got the one trade. So looking at um, Pappy out, I actually really wanted to punt Walsh with his uh, with his benching. I thought I could squeeze another week, but him being benched, I really wanted it. But I'm seven k short to go him Ooh. to Trell. Oh no, it's an absolute burner. So yeah, I'll probably look at Pappy either uh, Trell, Teddy, or maybe a little Smoky that we're going to touch on later. Look, yeah. at, look at all you guys just stressing about all your trades. Look at <laughs> I'm <laughs> sitting back here, got no worries in the world. <laughs> you, you and Shooter. <laughs> Hope you took a screenshot of that top five hundred last week. Mate. I did actually. I did. <laughs> now, boys, this is the topic of the night. Obviously, Ryan Puppenhausen. Unfortunately, the three of you fell into the trap of getting. T- Are we giving him a trap, City? Yeah, just give it to him. <laughs> last night took it. Oh. <laughs> Can't get my buttons right. He ended up being a big trap city, boys. But let's try and help the punters and get out of this. Andy, if you were to replace him, if you did have a trade, like I'm feeling that Trell, Garrick, and Pong are your first class selection replacements. But who would you go? I think I'm going to go the Trell. I think Garrick. He's I think he's like 720 at the moment, but he's top dollar. Look, he's. Becoming a better fullback, man. Mm. He's developed massively. I think skill level is great. This oh, with, moment, because he's he's subbed in here and here and there with Tommy missing week here, week there, and obviously that stint, this stint this year, he's looking pretty good. Like especially, I think he would be a top quality fullback for any other team too. Like he's mm. getting to that level. Yep. And but I still think uh, Latrell has that higher ceiling. Just looking him on the weekend, he's just come back with a vengeance. You know, him just really turning down the Origin game, and whether that was just sort of because he knew he wasn't getting picked anyway, he's just, <laughs> just made sure he done that. But this is a catalyst, right? He's just yeah. everything revolves look around him. Good, look how good the bunnies went, and yep. I, I'm still going to run that narrative. Of, I love the both these two excite me because they're in the eight and they need to stay in the eight. But the bunnies just seem a little bit more uh, dangerous, and that attack from from Latrell was just crazy. Him, Cook, and Murray back in the same team, I think, to me. 
Oh, it's going to be a, a bloodbath the last couple of runs of the season. Yeah, Corbs, for me, I think Latrell at 620 versus Garrick at 730. I feel Garrick's fully priced, mm. and I think you're going to get way more value getting Latrell in and saving that 100K for something else. Yeah, their price will be the same. Trill will probably take over him in two or three weeks once things adjust. So I, I'd have, in the order you chucked it down, Trell, Garrick, Ponga. The averages sort of speak for themselves. If you just look at the last three averages, it's 63 to Trell, 56 Garrick, and poor old Ponga at 36. Yeah. He, doesn't get a, he doesn't get a look in for me. Paddy, I know he's your man, Ponga, 495K. The only way I would see him getting in anyone's team is if you need a Hail Mary play, and you want to back something and you don't care what the consequences are, then you'd probably back Ponga because at 495k, you can spread some cash elsewhere and you know that he's got a ton in him. I love how you're looking at me as you say that because you know that I'm actually that guy. Like, <laughs> I need the punt. I need, yeah. the, I need those points. Look, like um, I, I kind of had Ponga noted down a few weeks ago just because I really felt he bottomed out and my plan was actually to get him next week and to always go from... Walsh to, to Ponga just to kind of get that upside. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, at the price, 495, 33 break even. And actually, what I what I noticed, so here's my, my big takeout with Ponga. So over the past few years, Knights have had heaps of injuries. Braley is actually a massive catalyst for that team, and he's been in and out. He's actually missed a huge chunk of games. But with, with Braley in the team, Ponga actually gets almost a 10-point increase across all games. So if I, I broke it down, so 2020, he had a 57 average versus 64 with Braley. 21, 37 versus 51. Uh, sorry, that's 2021. So yeah, 37 average versus 51. Like it, It's actually just chalk and cheese that he plays a lot better with Braley in the squad. So I think there's definite value there. He's got the goal kicking. Um, but again... Just about that big play. If I was to go with anyone on the list, I'd probably be going Troll just because he's got that fucking big dig energy at the moment. Yeah. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> Realistically, if you've got the trades, I wouldn't mind Ponga as an 18th man if, to carry it into the back end. Because I know at one stage, like, Cleary's going to get rested in one of the last two games, for sure. It's going to happen. So it, if you don't have any trades left, I wouldn't mind having him as an 18th man because I know you can step him in at a wing fullback, Hines up to wing at... Because the Sharks won't be having the luxury of resting players unless something really yeah, funny happens. So I think we're going to lose clear for one of the two, last two games, for sure. Yeah, big So 18th man. But boys, let's move on. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about uh, Jackson Hastings and Aaron Clark. Cause both set the world on fire there at lock. Corbs, your thoughts? Because Aaron Clark, we never really saw him as a lock before. But, geez, he really he stood out maybe a little bit like a New Zealand cotter. And then Jackson Hastings... Didn't do the same sort of role, but obviously fantasy relevant in that role. What's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, now that Tino's back, I'm not very interested. But I was sort of hoping to see Tino in at prop and keep Clark there because, yeah, I agree. He did look good. But Isaac Lou, surely he can just come off the bench and you put Clark in there. Like, they they need some excitement, don't they? <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not going near Clark just now with the Tino factor because he played really low minutes last week. Draft, you could probably risk it, but in classic, I wouldn't go near him. Yeah. <laughs> I did just compare Aaron Clark to Ruben Cotter. I said a Kiwi. That, that is like Ruben Cotter. <laughs> uh, sorry, Ruben Cotter off Wish. <laughs> Do you remember when like Ruben Cotter kept getting the bench jersey for Cowboys? Yeah. I've got yeah. a feeling Aaron Clark can't fit into the 13 jersey. <laughs> So then they have to oh, give him the, the bench shit. I reckon they're going to be a bit of a swapsie, do. But let's move on. I think Jackson, I, I think both these guys, it's one of those things. I don't think either of I can see Hastings, Andy, 
losing the 13 jersey and going to seven eventually. Well, I just see with Peach on the bench there, you know, Hastings played 80 minutes, but he did look a bit underdone towards the end of the game. So yeah. I think he definitely loses minutes to Peachy because he hasn't, Peachy hasn't played for a while. And if, it's, if they're going to keep that roaming sort of light lock, Peachy's a good little, little sub-replacement. So, yeah. yeah, I think he loses minutes. Well, the issue is, is when they took when they have Hastings in the middle, you lose a running forward. Mm. And then also defence also, the try gets straight up the guts from JFH to win the game. Like, you lose that middle. So I don't think it's going to be sustainable moving forward. So yeah, I, think I, can, I think we can all move on from those two guys. But, Andy, you were, you were, giving me about, you were trying to line me up on Saturday about Fafita because you had it in your head because he was going not too good after the first 20 minutes and you wanted to tell me I told you so. <laughs> yeah. I had a big I told you so in my pocket. You, back, you had it written the, down the in gun, your the notes. The gun was loaded. The vet just fired into the, <laughs> the group chat. But he ended up coming home strong. So, look, I still think with Fifi, he does have his lazy weeks. But if he gets another 60, like, I'll eat my words. I'll, I'll pull that trigger. Mate, it's <laughs> a good myself. chance against the dogs this week too. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I'm just, he has burnt me in the past. But when you look at his price, you know, like, he's, he's one of those potential players that, you know, where he has massive ceilings. So, you know, this bloke did score 300s last year and he averaged yep. 63. So that's, that's pretty massive. Like, they've played that big. If he can reach his potential, the only sort of problem is he's playing for the, the Titans and... They've got no contention on the eight, so yep. how keen does he get? Corbs, you're keen this week, 645K. It's gr- like, I, I was pretty happy paying, what, 660 last week, but the thing I liked about him last week was he didn't score a try, but he was in everything, and they shut him down pretty well with Ricky Reynolds and Stacks as well, but he still got his offloads away. Tackle breaks were still there. This week he's got a matchup against Corey Waddell. I'm liking your purchase this week. Yeah, good run home, cheap. You sort of rattled off all the points I had here. He was 800K at the start of the year. So, <laughs> and his, his average um, when he's playing the 80 minutes, I don't know if we, we had it there, but it's decent. It's up around the 60 points. So, yeah, I just think he, he hasn't played a lot of footy. A lot of people have probably forgotten about him, but last week, 65. I, I actually, I know he's involved, but he didn't do a heap either for, you know, what David Feed is capable of. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting aiming for feeder. Yeah, Vin Diesel. I think we're going. You're going to be putting some nos on this week. He's going to be scoring. 100. <laughs> I, I might wait. I might wait a week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a buy, bro. <laughs> he's a massive buy. But let's talk about edges because this is a really interesting question as well. Because a lot of people will be picking between Fafita, and then there's three good guys really on the radar: Kolmatangi, Butcher, and Hamole. But talk to me, Pat. Out of these three guys, any of these three on your radar? Yeah, I really like. Um, I kind of mentioned it a few a few weeks ago. Like, I really love Colin Matangi. Like, I think I think he's a gun. Um, but if I was to actually go and I, I kind of took a dive into Hamole, like I just think he's got a way nicer run home. Like Manly, and you know we kind of touched on it before. Manly really need to be winning these games. They need to pick up the points. Um, and something that I took like Olakwatu has scored nine tries in fifteen games. It's crazy. Like, he's having a great year, especially finding the try line. Um, I mean, this week, he's coming up against Dragons, so he's definitely scoring a try. Um, but I think I th- I, like I'm really interested in Olakwatu. If I could afford him and had the trades, I'd definitely be looking at him. Um, but yeah, like I kind of had a note down before, just on Fafita. I definitely think he's a buy. Um, Corby mentioned before, you know, he 
his all-time average in the back row playing over 70 minutes is 62. So the pedigree's there. And even at the start of the year, he was just quiet because we expected big things, but he actually didn't drop below 40. So he's he's still a gun. Like he's, I think he's going to come back in, and if he's playing second row and Holbrook doesn't just keep bloody flipping it around, I reckon he should be around that 50 to 60-point back rower. Yeah, what I like about these three guys is each of them are all under 5% owner, and that's including mm. players that are probably even jumped out and not playing anymore. So pot potential and all. With Olakowatu, the only thing I don't like is the fact that he's priced. I think he's fully priced. I think so. It's 782, isn't it? It's yeah. And I, yeah. I don't think I could justify having him when we're talking about Fafita at 650. True. And I think that Fafita's got a – like he's just got a little bit more in his game than – like just his track record, mm. especially when we've got low trades. But Andy – you, you picked this guy up a few weeks ago, Nat Butcher. Now, he's the guy that I think is a smoky because he's got no competition. Like, what you wanted to eventuate all those weeks ago, you got your value out of him, but you still had to trade him out. But I think he's the smoky to enable you to just upgrade some really good guns on the run home. He is, and that's what he priced at. 548. 548. Like, he done his dash for me. If I wish I could have picked him up and kept him, but yeah. it, you can't predict... Super newer no, you doing can't. an ACL. Yeah, you can't predict that. So I think he definitely locks that edge spot in. It's gonna be Crichton and Nat Butcher on the on the edge. So there's no real like question in his minutes and you know, his form on the edge is, is gun as we, we know when we had him. Mm. But yeah, I, I think he's good for me it's Kalamatangi for if you're gonna choose out of those three because he's middle price, but you can't go wrong with, with the butcher if you wanted to cash down because he's he's around seventeen he's a seventeen one of your seventeen players, yep. he? He's not gonna be a benchy, so at least you're getting someone good for that. Absolutely. Looking at his numbers, his last four on the edge, he averaged 56. And Colin McTungy, his average is exactly the same for his last five at 56. Hamole a little bit jumps up at six at 66 for his last five. But as Paddy did mention, huge try-scoring record. Mm. What I do like him, so one of your good trades from last week, DCE, loves using Hamole, loves using now Cola. Cola's been getting some good ball. And he's like a little smoky. Do not sell out Cola. Nah, he's a mad little emergency. Yeah, I nearly want to play him this week because they're against the Dragons. Like. I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> Corbs, who's your pick? If you had to pick one out of Keon, Nat, or Hamole, who would you go? Yeah, Hamole, he's a weapon, especially if money wasn't involved. Butcher, yeah, like you mentioned, just the price. I, just, I probably wouldn't go Colomitangi just with their run home. They're... They've got a lot of strong edges that they're going to come up against. So, yeah, Hamale wins that one. But, yeah, Kula, I'll probably, I've got Talakai and Kula in my centres. And with Talakai up against the Panthers, I'm probably going to play Kula. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. Now, Corbs, let's talk DCE versus Munster. This is another huge topic for tonight. And you've gone the route of DCE, and he did it last week. And I know a lot of people are, especially after the form that he showed last week, going into DCE. But break it down for me, DCE versus Munster. Well, they're really neck and neck. I mean, well, DC has him a bit oh, there. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down as I've got to say something. Man. I'd pay Munster's lower ownership. I'd probably say just him, just on pod value. They are so close. Yep. And he needs to go big because the Storm are struggling. So that's my only thing there. They're both really good. You could nearly flip a coin to just to, for which one. But Munster just on pod value. Yeah, Andy, I reckon, you know, you went DCE last week. What I like about DCE, especially when we've got low trades, is certainty. Yep. And I think the stats that he has, considering that he's the main ball player with all those kick meters, 
even if he has a bad game, you probably your floor is going to be a lot higher 100%. than Munster. That was my point of the reason why he tipped him or pipped him, mainly because of the manly narrative as well. But just yep. you've got consistency. You get a high floor, you know. Whereas Munster, I think two two games ago in between his seven, he's got a thirty six. Yeah. You know, so you're going to get those games where become pretty vital towards the end of the season, where you know when when DC is putting up bombs, like you said, getting minimum fifties. Pick him up last last week, eighty eight. You know, like mm. Munster, Munster's probably the better one who might get a ton. But I think without Puppy, I think with the sort of the makeshift um, players that are coming in for Storm, mm. you can see they've lost three in a row. Everyone's saying they've, they've then won't lose two in a row again. Now here they're on three. I think I think it might be the pressure might be mounting up. And could, with Munster, could go either one one or two ways. Could kill it. Yeah. He has to, or he could sort of fall and lose a bit of form. So much like the scenarios are so like you know, Parps is out. Turbo's out. They both lost their key number one. So the pressure is on them to produce week in, week out. But I just think DCE is just the less risky play. It just depends, again, on your cap. I don't think Munster's going to let you down. So if you can't afford DCE, no problems going to Munster because at 794, I do think he's still very, very good value. Just if we're taking punts elsewhere, like I'm taking Fafita and a few others, you've got to kind of minimise. You can't have everyone risky. Yep. Like, so just minimise it a little bit. I think DCE, slight head ahead. But, Pat, I want to move to the hookers now. Damien Cook and Harry Grant, get your thoughts on these two. And, again, these two were neck and neck before Origin, and then Melbourne started managing him quite well, Harry Grant. Damien Cook didn't get that same sort of latitude, but did miss a game last round. But once at 925K and Cookie, Grant's now at 718. If you had to decide, which one have you got either? I don't. I actually Would you sold want out to? of Grant. Yeah, I had Grant to start the year, um, and I sold out of him when he was kind of like missing a few games and then leading into Origin. Um, bit of bit of a regret with that now. Uh, like I, I love Grant, and I think you know you touched on it earlier. I just think he's a weapon. Like he's such a gun, and he carves up. And I think with Melbourne at the moment, like they just need they need him on the field. Like even you know regardless of cheese, I think that even if cheese is there, like Grant needs to be on there. He needs to be going at 100 and really just trying to trying to turn the ship around because they are in trouble. Like, Melbourne look really shaky. It's more just defensively, I think. You know, like, they've always had blokes be able to come in and plug the gap in the system and, you know, the machine keeps rolling, but they just look really frail defensively. So I think Grant needs to be on there. He needs to be playing the big minutes and I can just see him relying on him. Um, but Cookie's, Cookie's still number one. And, like, I think now with – just because of where Souths are at on the ladder – He's not getting rested. Like, I think he's just going to play the 80. He needs to, to be there. Unless they've blown teams apart and they're leading by 50, that's where his minutes are going to be managed, kind of similar to last year. Yep. Um, but, yeah, like, if you had the cash, I'd take Cook. But at seven at 7.18, like, you can't go past Grant. He's still – he's really great value, and he's going to have a crack at the end of the year, I reckon. Yeah, his coach did us a real good favour, actually managing him. Because the last five games, he's had one game at halfback, one game off the bench. His real hook average is actually 60, and that's not in 80 minutes either. I just think back into the season, as you did mention, they're going to really need him. Cookie's kind of outpriced himself. 925K, you get him, you won't be able to get a DCE or Munster plus guys like Cameron True. Munster, uh, not Cameron Munster, Cameron Murray. So I think it's one of those things. I think Harry Grant just allows a little bit more just movement within your team. So I would pick him. But, boys, let's move on to the next one. I want to talk about Frizz and Barney, Pat. I oh, know, we won't, we won't get yours. Actually, Andy, what's your thoughts? Because you're a big Barney fan. I was a big Frizz fan, and I'm I'm out of Frizz because he's had enough chances. 
Well, the, the first question on your list today was, what are your trades on your mind? And I took that a different way. I took that what trades have burnt me. <laughs> Pappy was number one and Barnett was number two. <laughs> I think just the fact that he's put him in the lock, he's just so undervalued. You know, when he just hits those holes like a champion, mm. like almost like a lock yeah. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, but more defensively and better player. So I don't know why he's there. But it's definitely, it definitely hurts. But it's a bit of a tough one because at least Barney's playing and he's fit. Whereas, yep. you know, but he's still got Man there on the bench to take his minutes. Man wasn't even there on, on the weekend and he no. still lost minutes. Mm. So I think that's, it hurts him even more. So I think Barney is, a, is a probably the fire. If you had to trade pick one, if you had Barney and Fitz, I think Barney's probably the one to, to punt, unfortunately for me. I've got no chance. I have to hold him. But I'm just not, I don't like rib injuries after what I saw from Madison. I just think maybe – I think I might be getting rid of Barnett next week anyway. So Yeah, okay. I think it's both going to be out. But if you had to get rid of one of your boys, who would you be punting there, yeah. Paddy? Yeah, Frizz, I think Barney, like, I agree because he's uh, his middle stats just don't stack up compared to the edge. Like, he just gets through so much quality work on that edge. Um but with Frizzell, yeah, like he's just been in and out. He's like uh, a quote from O'Brien was, "We can't put another needle in Frizz." So if he can't handle his pain and his rib injury, that he's just not going to be playing. So I mean, the only benefit there is hopefully Barney moves to the edge and actually gets those gets those stack uh, those stats back in. But I think the urge, the urgent sell would be Frizzell. Well, you get you get more money. That's the reason. Yeah, like true. With Barney, if you got thirty k on the bench, you can trade upgrade to Fafita with Barney. Yeah. So that's the reason why I picked him as well. Whereas Frizzell, he's a bit more lower on cash. There's not much options for him to pick up. Yep. I might make that my last last decision there, late decision. Now, Corbs, Adam Dewey. Uh, Dewey, sorry. You want to say that, Andy? <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> Had a pretty impressive return to the number six jersey on the weekend. Huge 80-point game. But what are we going to do with him, mate? Are we going to give him another date or do fools rush in? I've just got other players that I see as better buys this week, but I wouldn't talk anyone out of it. Price says yes, but playing for the Tigers says no. <laughs> <laughs> but to put things in perspective, even Charlie Staines hit a 50 last week, so his 80 against Penrith Reserve grade team doesn't really mean much to me. No, I'm looking at players like this. They do have a lot of upside. Like They can score big, and we know that he's done it in the past. So even though it was against the Reggie's Panthers I, I still think he's um, he's one to keep an eye on, but I just think there's there's others to like the Fafida, the Grant, the if you can get one of those big um, halves in DC or Munster, I just think they're better pickups this week as opposed to do when you can just have a bit more of a look at what's going to happen there. Andy, what I did like to see we we spoke about this on Sunday was obviously the running meters returned, his kick meters were huge, but yep. mate, I'm not liking this draw, like. Yeah, but the, the positive signs are he, he, he tackled 22 times. Yeah. He, so he's still got that defensive mindset. Mm. And like you said, the kick meters, he's going to need those kick meters when, when he's versing those teams. So yeah, I think well, he yeah. still gets good base stats. You know, nine tackle breaks, I don't think that's going to happen against good teams, but mm. he's still got 80 points. So you, let's just say you take off the, nine, the 18 and gets from tackle breaks. Still, what's quick maths? Yeah, <laughs> 68 points. So. I'm keen, but I need to see probably a 50 against the Cows. If he scores a 45 to 55 range against the Cows, I know he's back for real. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting a week. Yeah, well, you've got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Eddie, you've... <laughs> <laughs> You're making me lose my chat of thought now. All right, boys, last topic for the burning questions. Andy Payne-Haas. Now, am I crazy that I want to go back to him? 
Or am I just I am think, I falling into no, these drafts? I think you're falling on to namesake value. Yeah, uh, he has he has done nothing to deserve the right to get everyone to be um, picking him up. You know, he's not that seventy point. Uh, Seventy-minute player, and he's not that seventy fancy point uh, player anymore. I feel like at the start of the season he was there, and they were overusing him. Where the Broncos are looking like a quality team, yep. there's no need for them to call on the emergency put hats on for eighty minutes button. Yeah, you know, the, his dependency's the, dropped. They don't need it with, with the young yeah. guns with Carrigan and even Hoskin coming in to play instead of Cable. They've got these players who are stepping up, and they're not having to rely on him like. Cowboys with Tamalolo. Yep. They sort of re- reduced his minutes, kept everyone else stepped up, and then now they're bringing Tamalolo in to play well. But, yeah, I just don't think he will be the has of old, unfortunately. Yeah, take out that injury game. He's still got a 60 average and 62.5 minutes average, which I think is a good sort of minutes for him. But the, the probably the best thing that probably sells me, the fact that he's on a 19-day break now, which in the past he wouldn't have been able to take, He's had some not significant injuries. They've been quite minor in nature, but 19 days for an NRL player not to play is huge. So that's the thing. So I'm not going to get him this week, but if he impresses me with his minutes and his output, he's on radar. He or Paddy Carrigan is going to be in my team next week. Paddy? Yeah, I like how the question is, would you go back to Haas? Well, what if he never left, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, some I people are in that scenario. That's me. <laughs> so, I just haven't had the trade. So, I've had to hold him. So, he's strapped back into that lineup, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, look, he's definitely hold hold a week. But I still just think he's a he's a gun. Like, you know, he's like you just going to sell him next week. <laughs> <laughs> but in 60 minutes, he gets 60. Like, he's a he's a point per minute kind of player. Like, so, if you've held him this long, you, keep you have him. to keep him. <laughs> you have to keep him. No, but if I would I come back to him, I still think that I would. I wouldn't do it this round, though. I think you just wait and see how the shoulders pull up because he's had the, even though it's been 19 days, they still take, you know, anywhere between two to three weeks to get 100% for. So. I might put him in the rapid fire segment tomorrow. He hey, why not? No, that's a good one, man. Yeah. Now, Corbs, your thoughts? You've got a lot of traits. A lot like us, you've got options, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely wait and just see how he goes. But I just love that they really look like they're going to lock in that two-hooker rotation. So it just gives more minutes to that big mid. And it's either him or Carrigan. Yeah. They've got others there. I just feel he's going to get that 60, 65 minutes, a fresh... Haas playing 65 minutes is better than any other mid. Mm. Mm, totally agree. Are we, are we all waiting a week, boys? <laughs> <laughs> well, us three have to. <laughs> He's a buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, we've got plenty more to come. We've got all your questions, captains, narratives. Thank you to everyone that's leaving reviews on Spotify. That's been absolutely nuts this year. So if you haven't yet, please leave us one before the end of the season. You can also leave them on Apple as well. Completers, Talking League Cup and the Road to the Famous Ring. Will Ennis is still leading. He's got 16,098 points, which is pretty huge. I'll bring back the guessing comps this week. I think I might do a bit of a Nico versus Cleary Ooh, this week. And I'm nice thinking maybe a Grant and Grant versus Cookie, just to have a bit of a you know narrative. Just gun versus yeah, gun. Big time. But just check the Talking League pages. I'll have them out probably 12 p.m. Thursday and Friday. So you'll win free merch from Rugby League Merch. We've actually got... Our stubby coolers out there. Quite cool, too. You can get a four-pack or you can get an individual one. Rugby League Merch done a really, really good job, Scotty, from there. RugbyLeagueMerch.com. All, all the codes will be – sorry, all the links will be in the show notes. Just use code TALKINGLEAGUE for 10% off there. All the talking range 
from the mouse pads to the t-shirts to the stubby callers. Get in there. Get in there. Was that a pun? The stubby calls are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just lost my mind, man. <laughs> so get in there. 50% of all the proceeds will go to the Mental League Foundation as well. So help a good cause. But, Paddy, we've got some great questions tonight, man. Mate, heaps of great questions. They were coming in uh, thick and fast today, which is awesome to see. Guess so what, boys? The- <laughs> we haven't gibbered today. It's only 35 minutes in. I think over the last few episodes, we've been about 55 minutes deep before this. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good pace this week. Boys. Well, yeah. There's a fair few questions. Though. Yeah, good amount of questions. Let's uh, kick off Damo Lenahan to TK. Talakai How come to- you always give me Damo? <laughs> oh, after after I got put on the gronk in my first week, mispronouncing the name, I'm just making sure I'm just sending it straight. Um, so to TK, Talakai to Dooley or Talakai to Booth and Bankcoin upgrade Savage when needed? I think you're going to need Talakai for the run home. That last five games, Dragons, Tigers, Manly, Dogs, Newcastle. Mm. I don't think you don't... I think you need him. And the fact that you've got him now, I think he will still hit you some mid-40s. So find another way. I think with Booth... Again, if you've already got enough cashies, you don't need Booth. Mm. So, yeah, just forget Booth if you've got enough cashies. Dway, I think it's one of those things that there's just not enough data. We need to see him one more time. Find another way to get Dway here. It's not going to be Talakai. Yep. Mm. Agree with what, that one. And Damo, I hope I've redeemed myself after all these weeks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon George to Andy. Carrigan versus Haas for the run home. I'm going to choose Carrigan purely because he's... Sheer dedication during Origin just really inspired me. I feel yeah, like I could ta- I could run out and tackle someone. That's how good Carrigan played. But, mate, I think he's going to beat Haas. I think he – if I had the money, if it's him or Haas, it's 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 Carrigan for me. Uh, imagine if he started kicking. He could be the new Corey Parker. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> that lock player who just kicks. He's better, he's better looking, but he, Oh, mate, the hair. It's yeah. got to be the hair cut. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he would be a fancy god if he kicked goals. So, yeah, Patrick, start, start practicing, mate. I don't know if you're going to beat Adam Reynolds, but you can try. <laughs> <laughs> After that Benji, like when he was mic'd up, I want him. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. He's yeah. done. Not so, yeah. want him, but want, no, want you, him. No, you, 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 you want him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a beast. Uh Corbs, Connor Bodman, uh, with Manu potentially missing this round, I might have to play with 16 again as I don't have center cover. Do I go Manu to Burden as he's basically a straight swap, or do I take the hit? You missed a part. You said, hey, yeah, you missed. Yeah, I was going to say, you missed the best bit. Hey, can you, lovely. Can you put that? Can you reread right, the first Do you want me to one? say it? Do you want me to put the thing right? Hey, lovelies. Got a bit of a predicament. Say it sexier. Yeah, what you get your sexy voice out, That's Colin. as good as I go, mate. <laughs> well, this was obviously done before the team list because Manu named it centers. You've got to hold him yeah. just after the last few weeks. Surely he's now not just given permission, but he's strictly told get involved and go and roam. I'm just wondering. I'll talk about another question later. How's that going to affect Teddy? Because it's going to be two blokes just roaming and trying to get ball in the middle there. It could be True. dangerous or it could be clunky. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I see him, he Manu's a new turbo from origin. Yeah. Center. I reckon it's not a bad idea with his calf injury this week mm-hmm. to maybe play him on the center mm-hmm. on the sorry, in the centers. I reckon they'll lose and they'll figure out that he has to play 5-8. Yeah. Like, and I think the men that will make way will be Sam Walker. Yeah, I don't think the Knights are going to put it on, though. Let's be honest. I've, even, I've, even I've started to lose, <laughs> knows, lose hope in him. But, you know, just so on to the question then. So if – because Roosters play before the Dogs, so if it did come out and he was going to play a man down, would you rather pull the trigger? I still think you, you save Manu and trade someone else. Yeah. You don't lose him because I think he has the potential to be 
still be a gun. Yeah. Even though he has made a fair bit of coin, I still think he's a man to say. I, I think there'll be a realisation that he'll have to play 5-8 for the run. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He was an animal there. It, they won't play down because they've got no one left. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, TK, Sam Dauncey. Do I target undervalued keepers such as Dooley or N. Lucy or go for an established gun in DCE? You've got to prioritise DCE because he's the guy that's going to score you huge points on the way home. The thing is, Dwayne and Lucy, Lucy plays in a good team now. Dwayne obviously doesn't, but these two guys are more kind of your 17th or 18th man fillers. Mm. DCE is a gun that you'll want in your final 13, so make him your priority. Yep. Uh, Andy Morgan-Jones is asking, better to go to that have fallen in players that have the potential like Dan- uh, David Fafita, Dwayne Ponga, Luciano, and which fallen are best options? Or cast down to a Voltman type and have the cash for one of Murray or Yo. It's a similar question, but it really depends on how much you want to risk it too. Like if there's no point getting two potential players if one of them is going to not make you a 17. You, know, you might as well just get the gun and have a cheapie who can sort of feel in every now and then. But if you were sort of if you wanted to risk it, you could go the full, the sort of potential options. But I think Dewey or Dewey here is probably one of the best potential options, um, especially with. Um, but Ponga's too risky for me Especially with them not having a chance to make the 8 Even the David the Tigers But I feel like he still wants to make that sort of uh, Make his number 7 spot his own uh, And <laughs> TK's probably going to um, rip me one But D, D for Fiat could be a massive potential player as well So they're two players who will make you 17 And you can utilise them But yeah, I think TK's probably on the right With just sort of getting a good player Like a Yo or Murray and just cashing down Yeah yep. And you want to teach you something? If you ever need a cough Just hit that button Go cough. <laughs> See? Touch you out. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corbs, uh, Luke Skipper. So, listen through all of last week. Good on you, Luke. We got... Uh, you missed a party. said, hey, baby, Corby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, Corbs. Uh, <laughs> I've been really trying. <laughs> um, do you guys really think Teddy is the second best fullback to have for the end of the season? You guys were all naming who your third best was last week, assuming Teddy was second. I'm not so sure. In other words, is he a must-have? I have Troll, Garrick, and Hines in there at the moment, and thinking to either bring in Teddy or Dwayne this week. Leaning towards Dwayne, higher base stats at 5.8 and 200k cheaper. It also means I can go Savage to Haas and the team is done. Rank 13.30 at the moment, but he's more focused on head-to-head. What are you guys' thoughts? Hmm. Gorbs? No, you can't hear me, mate. Gorbs, what's wrong? He's so in love, he just like, <laughs> lost himself. He lost himself in his who, words. Who was doing the wing of fullbacks last week? I think it was me. He did the rankings. It was me. I was pretty much Teddy at two, I think. Hmm. From memory. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Garrick's playing some good footy at the moment, so consistently consistently scoring well. So I'd have him up there with Teddy. Manu, he sort of seems to be playing that roaming fullback. This is what I was talking about before. I'm just interested in how they're going to work together this week. Um Latrell's definitely, I'm just talking about the winger fullback or the fullback spot at the moment. Latrell's definitely in there. And Hines just scores points for fun. So, yeah, they're, they're your top four. I would probably say, I'd say Teddy's just above Garrick. Yeah. I'd say Hines, Trell, and Garrick. Ah, Hines, Trell, and Teddy. Garrick's not far behind, but I just think Teddy, he's just pedigree. Um, I like his move, though. I think if... If he's going to Dewey, who 
I also think is a good um, a good pod and a good uh, player to have for the home run. That allows you then to go to Haas next week. Mm. Uh, I think that's good. And obviously, if you're going a winger fullback and then you're sort of beefing up your mids next week, I think you've put, well, you've obviously got a pretty good idea of how things work. You're ranked thirteen thirty, so yeah, I, I'm liking your move. I, I agree with it. And yeah, Teddy. Geez, it's sort of like there's certain positions where there's probably maybe a top three, then there's a top five. Like centers, you're sort of looking at that sort of top two, maybe the shark centers coming into play a little bit. But um, yeah, with the wing of fullback, now it's probably a four four man race. But yeah, good work on the rank, killing it. Yeah, nice one. Uh, TK, Adam Middleton, who's a better buy at the price, Latrell or Dwayhe? Also, is David Fafita a buy? Yeah, they were fit a massive buy. I don't think you get much better quality than him for his price, so get involved there. Look, they're both great price. The only thing that I see here is Latrell would be a top 10 fantasy player, top 10 NRL player. South's running to the finals is all about him. And on the flip side, with Dwayne, which again, we just don't have enough. He played against the New South Wales Cup team. So if you're making a decision for this week, you've got to go Latrell because he's, he's just in great form. Yeah. You're going to get left behind if you don't have him. So, yeah. lock in Latrell, man. Just a just a little call out here as well. With all of these all of these guns, like especially these Origin caliber players, if you go off past season trends, they all have massive end of the years post post Origin. So yeah. even like Latrell, for example, last year sixty five average post Origin, like just massive numbers. Munster seventy one. So they all seem to pick up. Um, and as uh, you boys have kind of mentioned, just on this question specifically, like the way he in a very volatile Tigers team. And yeah, you know, he scores well in a bad team, but who knows what's going to happen next week, what yeah. what not he's going to come up and with. And Trell not playing Origin, he's on fresh legs. Yeah, and I'd fresh. much rather have a hamstring injury than an ACL injury. So, yeah, Very true. Uh, Andy, Andy, we've got Andy coming in for you. Andy Tran. Which would be better for the run home, Munster or Murray? Also, which would you trade out first, McInnes or Barnett? This is a tough one too because they're both they're both got narratives of themselves. You've got the Bunnies narrative plus the Storm coming off the three losses narrative. So yeah. it's really tough. I think Munster has to step up. So I think he just pips Murray. But remember, we we're talking earlier. Murray's that's uh, unreal this year, this season. Mm. So it, you could go wrong. You couldn't go wrong with either one. I think Munster probably just tips it, but. Then again, Murray's more consistent. So I'm sort of torn with this question. I'm thinking Munster if you wanted to be risky, and Murray if you wanted to be a bit more conservative because he has those that that higher floor. Uh, the the first trade out would be Barnett for sure. I think McInnes is still hitting fifties from the bench, mm. and Barnett we we told him he's starting lock, but with those minutes, he's sort of dramatically losing points at that lock position. Yeah, good call. Uh, Corbs, is it time? Uh, sorry, Corbs, this is uh, Dylan Simons. Is it time to punt Angus Crichton? I don't think so. You've got a pretty good Dis- team if you're getting rid of him. Uh, disclaimer, sorry, uh, Corby has him in his draft. Yeah, <laughs> I, also, I also have, I also have um, Barnett, and I'm happy to punt him if he's playing at lock. <laughs> if you take out his 37, which was against a full-strength Panthers, I think that was round 16... Could have been, been earlier. He has a 58 average, and that's from his last nine games, which is pretty decent. He also has come very close, but his attacking stats are non-existent. He did look good on the weekend, although I didn't get the um, the Snakes takes. They did go to him a lot. He did um, offload for a nice try. He was very close, like fingertip away from just putting <laughs> the ball down as well. 
So, yeah, still nudie run hold. If he's scoring, you know, just short of 60 from just getting through the hard work, I think that he's going to be um, a pretty good number for the way home. Yep. Uh, TK, we've got Anthony Huxtable. Is Hastings now relevant in his new role, or do we give him the three-day rule? For Fida, he's got pedigree. Did we see enough in one game to warrant selection? For Fida, definitely, because he's just got a huge amount of pe- pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Just, <laughs> just get on board. <laughs> Hastings, the only way you would touch Hastings is if you've got 10 trades left, <laughs> because this could be a trade-in and a trade-out very, very quickly. Mm. So if I don't think anyone competing, I don't think, has got 10 trades left. You would have to be very, very good. Mm. to have 10 trades left. So I just don't think it's worth being cute with this sort of things, mm. especially with players in the same price with a little bit more kind of certainty about his future. So just go elsewhere, Anthony, I think, with that one. Yeah, good call. Uh, Andy, Brenton Vicari is asking, who averages more for the rest of the season out of Luttrell or David Fafita? Uh, you, you have to add the wink face. Come on. Wink face. Uh, this one, I actually feel like I want to have a bet with TK. Who do you think? I, I'm think I'm calling Latrell, and I'm saying definitely Latrell. I think it, <laughs> it's going to be close. Mm. I reckon both can average 65 to 70 on the run home. Yeah, well, that's a big call bet for mm. Feeder, but I look, I'm saying Latrell. I'm saying Latrell's in better form than I'm just, I'm just loving that yeah. the eights narrative where Tynes are nowhere near. You know, I think he'll eventually become disinterested, whereas Latrell. You know, he's got a contract, but. There you go, talk. contract narrative. For feeder. Yeah. He I can know. talk to clubs in November. Uh, yeah, massive. Yeah. Well, geez, now you said that. I should have picked him up last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, throwing to you, Corbs. Andy, Edinburgh. Looking to bring in David Fafita and Isaiah Papali'i, but to do so, I'll have to trade out either McGuinness, Crichton, Jackson, or Elliot. Which one should I do without? Uh, <laughs> any of them for those two. Josh Jackson... <laughs> I'd probably say is the one that I'd pick. Plenty of, plenty of mouse to feed and don't need him to play big minutes for any real reason like they used to. Yep. He's the new coach. You can see that they're blooding plenty of blokes. Uh, Lukey Thompson wasn't named this week. I did see him sitting in the uh, stands on the weekend's game, so he will be back soon. McInnes, he actually comes on fresh and he looks good. So his points per minute sort of stays pretty high. He is a risky one, but... Uh, that that'd be definitely my two. Elliot, <laughs> there's also <laughs> risk with him, with the old uh, Ricky factor. Uh, Crichton, I spoke about. I don't. I wouldn't, wouldn't even put him in that category with those few. But yeah, Jackson would be the one that I would go first there. Nice. Yeah, and uh, on Thompson. So looks like his return to training. So next week looks like his uh, his return date from concussion. Uh, TK Ryan Brown asked. What the F do we do if Madison isn't named? Swap to Cam Murray. I bought him in round 17 and yet to see him play. That is rough. That's yeah, really rough. <laughs> but you've got your man back this week, so hold solid. He's playing. He'll do well for you. That's it. <laughs> um, I feel like I felt the anger behind yeah, the question. <laughs> He's just so angry. Oh, man, that is rough. Um, Andy, Aaron Graham is asking, have a few trades handy. So I traded Cleary out to Grant last round to avoid a zero with Captain Cook being a late out. Do I get Cleary straight back this round via a Tamalolo Max King or do I not waste a trade and run the no Cleary gauntlet? He's got nine trades left if we include the four extras. I think having no Cleary for the run home, you'd be kicking yourself. Uh, I think with the whole Bali narrative, him having rubbing tugs and being pretty empty, <laughs> I think 
I think he'll be gun for the trade home for the um, the run home. So especially if you have nine trades left, son. Jeez, he's how'd ready. You, how'd you do that? Yeah, <laughs> bring him in. Give me some. Parachute him in. <laughs> um, Corbs, uh, Andrew Whitaker is asking last trade till we get our top up. Pappenhausen to Ponga, Mitchell, or Dwayne. could wait a week for the extra trades and bring in Teddy or Manu. Trell. Trell Mitch, for sure. Trell Mitch. Uh, I'd, I'd probably wait and see with Teddy and Manu. I, I, I've spoken about it twice already. I just want to see how they work to it together. Like, Manu is going to score significantly less, I think, mm. out at centre. And, yeah, maybe just grab which one you think for the run home. Because, yeah, I agree with TK. I see the narrative that... Roosters are going to see they've tried and injuries have caused issues, but they're going to bring someone up and they just need Manu with ball in hand. Like he nearly beat Panthers when they played him in that round that I was talking about, Crichton scoring low. And it was on the back of him. Yeah. It was all him. He was just through the ruck. They couldn't stop him. Yeah, you, and they sort of knew what he was going to do, but they still couldn't stop him. It's tough. You can't have two 60-kilo halves. Mm. It, you, you give away a massive advantage. Manu is just an athlete, and he's yeah. just so good. He just keeps the defence guessing. You sort of, and, <laughs> and Andy's got no trays left, so he needs you to fire. Yeah, he's the best 5'8", not playing 5'8". Yeah, pretty Manu. Much. And he's also probably the best fullback not playing fullback. Yeah, so. man, yeah he's an absolute animal. Uh, TK, Josh Keith Sepikin is asking, Teddy or DC for the run home? I have coverage either way. Yeah, I think DCE, like we talked about before, just with guys like DCE, they score a lot easier. Teddy relies, like, if he didn't score those two tries last week, he wouldn't have hit his 60. DCE just sets it up for everyone else. He doesn't rely on scoring tries. He's goal-kicking at the moment as well, so that just boosts his tally. I just think DCE, he's just a better fantasy player, so DCE. Yeah, and uh, also lis- listening to NRL Physio, it might sound like he can keep that goal kicking for the for 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 the foreseeable future. So yeah. not a bad one, DC. Uh, Andy, Eric, Ranieri, who's a good cheapie for the run home? I think um, Boothie from the Titans, the two hundred sixty nine k seems like a good option. Good showing a hooker on the weekend without um, Aaron Clark, and Aaron Clark's he's actually kept his position, so he's not too bad. If you wanted to go. Bottom, bottom dollar. You could possibly take a punt on Tyrone Wishart. Do you reckon Tyrone Wishart keeps that wing spot with Mania fullback? Or a fair few players out for a while. Mm. So I had, his stats aren't the best, though. Yeah, he's, but, a, he's a small winger. You're thinking just with that, he's a winger. All he goes to do is catch a ball. And every sort of winger at Melbourne Storm send, tends to get the ball every now and yeah. then. So, Melbourne of yesteryear, not a Melbourne that's looking like a fourth loss in a row. It does look like the Superman, when he bleeds, it's like, oh, he's not a god. So, <laughs> <laughs> the Storm aren't the best. <laughs> There's a, another one from left field is you can take a punt on Declan Casey. He actually had a pretty good um, showing at the Dogs and it seems like he's got a good spot there. So, Yeah, and uh, they also got Grant Anderson on the bench, so potential that uh, uh, yep, do a bit yep. of a switch with Wishart. Uh, and... Corbs to, to wrap us up. Kane Schwartz, should I trade McInnes to Dewey and either Barnett or Elliot to Murray? With the Elliot to Murray trade, I'll bank 180k. Yeah, if you have the the mids, I think um, Dewey will. It'll probably be on par with McInnes, I think. But then he has the bit of upside as well as you could see from the weekend, and and you save a bit of coin for other trades. Barnett, if he's at lock, you get a pretty early look at him with that second game I'd say punt him for Murray nice thank you Pat some great questions there thank you for everyone that's sending in for people that we 
didn't cover. A lot of questions will be covered on Andy's show tomorrow night, so stay tuned for that. Anything that doesn't get, I'll go over the thread and I'll answer that, or just join us in the Q&A on Thursday night live chat. Now, boys, Captain's going to be interesting this week. Got some great matchups that I mentioned before, but Cause, what are you thinking here? Because we've got Cleary versus Hines, got IPAP versus Bronx, DCE versus the Dragons might be a pretty good one because Dragons suck. Fafita versus Dogs, <laughs> Fafita will he might get two hundred in this score, and then we've got Teddy versus the Knights. But what's on your mind? I'm actually looking at Fafita one, just going for a, a, a bit of a pod, just a bit of fun for the run home. I'm, <laughs> Probably not anywhere near winning it, but I, I'd like to improve my rank a little bit and um, nudge sort of, yeah, closer. <laughs> please do. Please pick Fafita. <laughs> I want him to have I, his off week. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have an off week against the doggies. The only thing I can't cop is I know that I'll be panicking because he'll be on 10 after 30 <laughs> minutes, and then all of a sudden he'll score a try and he'll be on 80. <laughs> That's the only thing I can't cop. I just can't cop someone that just doesn't have much base, no. being my captain. <laughs> I know what you're going to say, Patty. You're going to say Hines. That's it. Love interest, Hines, baby. Tying us off for the year. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a cracker matchup by Panthers Sharks. Like, it'll be. I actually think it's just a good, good match to prime him up for a very strong, softest butter run into the uh, into the finals. Well, we're going to kind of because I think the Sharks we've had a very good draw. We're going to find out where we really had it on Saturday. True. Mm. Well, I think. Doesn't matter what we did before this, we will truly know where we're at after this game. Kind of similar to the Cowboys when they lost to the Panthers, right? Like they, they were looking hot, then got beat by twenty. But then they finished that game saying, "Yeah, we're actually doing doing all right." Yeah, here. this is a very fresh Panthers team. Yeah, they've had all their rests come back and all their all their sort of second grade players play play against the Tigers. What about you, Andy? Uh, Robin Tug King himself, Cleary. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's helped. He saved me a couple of times this year, and I think I'm just going to back him for the rest of the season. What happens if he's loved it so much, tugging over there, that he doesn't come back? <laughs> <laughs> big Aussie boy. Oh, big Aussie boy. Oh, you have big chin. I've been to Thailand. It's, it's the same thing. So, uh, I'm not even going to. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Cleary definitely gets there. He definitely gets there. Nice. Busted. I like it. Now, I think I'll go clear as well. Boys, all right, narratives of the of the week. Now, I've been just waiting for this one. Okay, I'm going to read a few out here. This one's for you, Corbs. Jaden Cottrell. Corbs, are you on the verge of signing to take over as head coach at Para? <laughs> <laughs> what about my poor old Braddy Arthur, fellow ball man? He's been, his manager's been shopping him around. He doesn't know about it. <laughs> oh, so are you, take, are you going to be taking tough. over? That's the question. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that narrative. Fair. That's a good one. Matt Kingswood. Aaron Clark's going to become fantasy relevant. I like that one too. Mm. This one's a pretty cracker one from Kane Gibson. Ryan Puppenhausen comes onto the field with crutches <laughs> and scores a hat-trick, <laughs> winning the storm of the game. I think I would appreciate that. <laughs> a lot of draft players, and then Andy, because he's got no players, <laughs> would actually appreciate that one. I like that one. All right, Simon George. Do I hear to continue punching out 60 scores to firmly re-establish himself as TK's love interest? That's actually like possible. That's, That's possible. quite plausible, mm. that one. I did have a bit of a crush on him last year. Finally, Jace, uh, Jackson Botham. This is probably the call of the night. Penrith will bring all the Origin players back fresh for the run home. But Nico will put Ramian over for a double Sharks win. Up, up. <laughs> Are you who, who said that? That was from Jackson Botham. Is that like your alter ego somewhere? <laughs> TK. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to read mine. I said Sharks to knock off the Panthers. <laughs> All 
Now, Andy, to finish it off, we've got Game Day Squad. So, Game Day Squad, the first fantasy p- sports platform in Australia that utilizes blockchain technology and NFTs. Register in a tel- r- rugby league team and open starter packs for free at gamedaysquad.com.au. The comps are actually live, so come in, give it a try, especially before next season, because I think it's going to go right off next season. But, Andy, you've got a bit of a pack to open there tonight. What have you got? Yeah, good to get your sort of head around it before next season, so you start with a. Full understanding. Absolutely. Um, looks like we opened up a, a nine pack. A rig. niner. Yeah. Who are we wanting? Let's put a little call. Oh, I think. And who, who have we talked up this this this? Um, Fafita. <laughs> Let's see Fafita. <laughs> right, look, I'll I'll pick up Fafita for once. Right. Uh, the first one we've got. Oh, Katoni Stags. That's, that's not, not bad. Too bad. I'm pretty low in centers. That's good. Uh, next one, Matt Eisenhuth. It'd be good for when they versus Tigers. <laughs> each, each Imagine year. you get pubs. Great for your buy rounds. Uh, we've got a, uh, a Bulldogs uh, winger who's gone, Jaden Ockenball. Uh, we've got a Chris Smith from Panthers. Or was not, it's getting worse than that. <laughs> your eyes are really good. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater. That's not too bad. He's been playing a bit of form. That's, good. That's so. a really good card. Uh, we've got <laughs> Jorge Tafua. He's literally gone, <laughs> gone. from there. <laughs> that could be a collector's item. Collector's yeah. item, that one. Oh, got another Katoni Stag. Wow. You can trade. <laughs> we, we can go Katoni Stags on the left and Katoni Stags on the right. Uh, Jaden Ockenbore again. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, at least, we've got Scotty Sorensen. This is a bit of a Panthers, Broncos, Bulldogs. The pack. doubles pack. He just wants you to trade yeah. them out. I'll, no, I'll, I'll take the Stags. That was the last pack they were putting together and just chucked a couple of gums. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get your bubble gum for that yeah, one. Yeah, who we got left? Ah, chuck this in. Now, Eddie, you've got a big show planned for tomorrow. Some good topics on the board for the boys. Cole and Jace will be joining you. Yeah, yeah. So just us three um, tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll get through um, our buy, holds and sells. A couple of good um, players they had sort of analysed and our quick little rapid bounce there. I'm liking the rapid fire. It's, it's good fun. I think you mentioned before, we were sort of really loosey-goosey and it was a bit, a bit of fun, so I'm enjoying that. We might actually make some... We might make it a bit harder because everyone swung the same way last yeah. time, so I might go off a feed and a trail. See what, see yeah, so the boys that. will be recording at 7.30. Usually we can re- get that out. They'll be done in 20 minutes or so, so probably a little bit after 8 o'clock, so just check your podcast out for some more great content, especially... Kyle versus Jace going head to head. That's quite yeah, interesting at times. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm like the, the comedian on that show because they're two really, really intellectual. You are heads. a comedian. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Q&A Thursday will be 6.15. We're going to be debuting Riley as well. So, another of North Queensland's finest. So, he'll be joining us. But, Corbs, will you be joining us on Thursday or Snakes Takes taking a break this week? No, no, I will. I'll um, we'll back to it. A bit of fun. Chuck a little bit on, enjoy the game. Exactly. So I, uh, I might go away from the anytime try scorers this week because it's just uh, annoying me a little bit. And um, yeah, just look at the lines and actual games. A few sort of favourites this week. So yeah, stay tuned. Hey, let's just say I've got a little proposal here. If um, Snakes Take loses again, we're bringing in Andy's candy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this part of Rub's Tux? <laughs> <laughs> With Nathan Cleary. All right, Pat, mate, uh-huh. you enjoy yourself in Vegas next week. And if this was your last show, you've done really, really well. Oh, thanks, boys. Um, if you die, who's taking over your fantasy team? Oh, I don't know. Anyone's doing better than me. So <laughs> just give us so my two-year-old. Well. <laughs> <laughs> just put two plays out and whatever he crawls to. That's <laughs> well, good show, Corbs. We'll check you Thursday for Snakey's Takes. But thanks for your thoughts tonight, man. Yeah, too easy. Enjoy Vegas, Paddy. 
Oh, thanks, man. I'm having a laugh. I can't punt either. So Snakes takes us here today. <laughs> <laughs> and give us one last impression of the Bali. Oh, walking down the streets. <laughs> oh, big Aussie boy. <laughs> 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 Can you do the entire show in that voice tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> well, might we get our legal team out? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you stay safe. Hope you enjoyed that and got as many laughs as we did. But we'll check in tomorrow for Buy, Hold, Sell, Avoid with Andy and the boys, and I'm sure that his voice will be back. So stay, stay tuned. Can we get a bye, bye, bye? Do we have one of those? Yeah, it hasn't really... Did you... You miss it? I do. It's one of my favourites. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is us signing out. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>